0: In Introduction to Genetic Mutations, this season is pretty nice content-wise. So mutations cause proteins to turn out incorrectly. Okay, Remember, proteins are synthesized through the central dogma of DNA to RNA to protein, or as we kind of refined it to DNA transcription and translation levels. Um, And so mutations occur at one of these points. Um, and that causes the protein to turn out incorrectly. One example of a mutation is sickle cell anemia, which is when the erythrocytes, the red blood cells, um, they uh, adopt the sickled shape. So kind of like a, like a floppy seven, basically. Uh, and this is problematic because your blood cells, when they're shaped this way, they aggregate together. They get stuck, you know, caught on each other. Uh, and this causes blockage of circulation and a variety of other things. Um, so the actual sickle cell disease is very dangerous, but it's only caused by a single genetic mutation. Um, normally, hemoglobin, which you're familiar with, they're the oxygen cars of the body. So they, they bind, using uh, Fe3+, iron ions, they bind oxygen molecules to them and they transport them around the body. Yeah, so that's the healthy hemoglobin. In the case of a mutation, HB is mutated to HBS, which is HB sickle. Um, and it's literally just a replacement of a single glutamine residue for a vaccine valine residue. So in other words, the healthy form has a glutamine residue, and then the sickle cell version has a valine residue. So it's, it's a single valine residue in place of a normal glutamine residue. And this causes the aggregation of the red blood cell. Um, I don't really know why the module mentions this, but you know, just, just remember that um, erythrocytes or red blood cells are generated via hematopoiesis, uh, and hematopoiesis is the generation of red blood cells from hematopoietic stem cells. Um, so actually, we're already almost done with the module, we just have two more things to talk about. First of all, where do mutations occur, meaning at what step of the central dogma process do they occur? Do they occur at the tr- uh, translation, transcription, or DNA uh, process? And I'm just going to tell you, because the module kind of wastes a lot of time on this, but the answer is really simple. It occurs at the DNA level, okay? and let me tell you why it's not the other ones. So first of all, why is it not at translation? Well, think about it. If you have, so say you're doing translation, you're synthesizing a protein and there's an error in translation. So that that single protein has some mutation in it. Well, that's only one mistake protein, right? That's only a single sickle cell uh, um sickle-shaped hemoglobin module, HB sickle, that's a single one, right? And when you only have one sickle-shaped red blood cell, but everything else is fine, that'll pass through the body easily, right? You might experience mild discomfort, you know, some, some small complications, but nothing large-scale, right? You know, and so that we know that mistakes don't occur at the translation level because it's, too, it's way too downstream. You'd only make, you'd make single mistake proteins, right? Number Two is the transcription level, and so this is a little bit more upstream um, in which case, in which the mRNA strand carries the error, so in translation, the protein carried the error in mRNA the Uh, sorry, in transcription, the mRNA strand carries the error. But even this, it doesn't actually happen because mRNA is only transcribed, or or, sorry, translated a couple times before it's degraded, right? It would be different if you have a single mRNA strand, and that single mRNA strand undergoes translation for every single one of your proteins, right? Because then you would have all faulty, um, uh, you'd have all sickle-shelped sickle-shaped proteins. But that's not the case. An mRNA strand is only translated maybe, you know, three to five times. I don't know, it's just a random number, but only a few times before it's degraded. It's mRNA life is actually not very long. So in this case, you know, you're making more than one faulty protein, but you're still making a very, only a very few of them. However, many times that the mRNA is translated, let's say it's translated three times, that means you only have three faulty proteins. So again, it's insignificant, right? And so that's how we know that uh, mutations don't arise at the transcription level. Finally, the DNA level, and this is where mutations arise. Mutations arise at the DNA level because think of it, if you have a mistake in your DNA, you have DNA that's faulty, you have a mutation there, then every single one of your mRNA strands and therefore every single one of your proteins will all come out mutated, right? It's the most upstream way and that's um, because the cell's DNA stores all the genetic material. So all your HBs would be mutated to HBS. So all your Proteins would be sickle shaped. This is where mutations arise at the DNA level. Uh, finally, where do mutations come from? There are three um, locate or you, you can receive mutations via inheritance, so they're hereditary. For example, a mutated father might pass on his mutation to his child. There's a high chance of at least one child carrying the mutation. Number two is spontaneous mutation, in which there are DNA replication errors or environmental factors such as poisons. And finally, mutations might arise entirely randomly.